Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone for joining in. Uh, I know we have a smaller group today, but, you know, this is week three, class three. So we've got a lot of good stuff coming your way. And, you know, you guys are extremely lucky that, you know, we've got uh, a bunch of good things lined up for you today, um, specifically around personal development. So for all the people who are new, I do this every time, uh, but you know, just a little intro about who we are. Um, we are Financially Clean. We are a nonprofit organization uh, based in Brooklyn that provides financial literacy education, starting with youth and kids, and, and now we've moved and included adults as well. 
Uh, we've taught you know several thousand people in a couple years. Very proud of what we do. And uh, this is the third time we're doing this adult series. Uh, we started last year and, and did two of them last year, and this is the first one we're doing this year. I uh, just wanted to give a quick intro to the team. Uh, again, we have our co-founders, Sean Linda and Dion Nichols, um, two very awesome people that I have the privilege of working with. Uh, my name again is Larry Tang. Uh, we also have Jeff, AKA Mr. 850. Um, we'll let you take the guess to why he's Mr. 850, but it has something to do with his credit. Um, we also have Adam and Kevin on board. Adam and Kevin um, are our designated sort of Q&A guys and fact checkers. So for the people who are logged into the webinar, you guys can see uh, if you scroll to the, the settings or near the bottom or wherever it is on your, on your phones, there's a Q&A uh, and there's a chat. The chat is good for just general commentary. The Q&A is if you want to ask a specific question. And what we're doing today actually is we're going to try to cover as many of your questions as possible and leave it as an open forum. So if you ask something and we don't answer it right away, we'll, we'll save it for the end. Um, so please use that if you, if you, if you want to ask the question. Um, we're also going to try to make it a little bit more interactive today and uh, have a couple of polls for you guys like, we, like we've done last night. Uh, so quick updates on, on classes. As always, class two, both class one and two have been posted on our social media and also on our podcast, Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Uh, super easy. Just You can find it on our website. You can find it on our Facebook. You can find uh, links to it and the emails that we've been sending out to you. Uh, we recommend going to the podcast. It's got the recordings, but it's also got you know over 60 episodes of really, really great content if you want to keep following us after this class. Um, additionally, some people have asked about the slides from the last couple of classes. Um, if you want the slides, uh, you know, to offset sort of the cost of doing this and everyone contributing their time, we're asking for a, a small donation of $5. Um, if you want a set of slides, just give us a message, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, emailing us, um, you know, we'll present our, uh, our contact info at the end and uh, just feel free to reach out and we can get those to you really quickly. Uh, so I'll turn it over to Sean really quickly just for a sort of update of the day because a lot happens in a week and then we'll, we'll get going with the main program. News of the world. Good evening, everyone. Everybody, please say hi. I, like to, I, like, I love when people respond and send messages throughout the class. It just makes me feel like everybody's engaged and listening to the information that we're presenting. Um, thank you. The first thing I am going to talk about is the uh, Paycheck Protection Program. So as you know, last time they went broke and then on April 27th, they ignited, they installed another $310 billion um, into funds that are, I, that people believe are, are gonna run out again um, because of the backlog. I myself, as far as the Paycheck Protection Program, I got, um, I got a response from Chase saying that they need further information on my payroll and so forth, and I'm still way behind on the queue. But surprisingly enough, I got also a, a, a letter of, from my credit card, American Express, um, offering me to enroll in the Paycheck Protection Program. And somebody asked me last week, um, can they apply for multiple programs? And my answer to you is yes. If your credit card is offering the Paycheck Protection Program, I would say apply. If your bank is offering it, I would say apply. I would say apply to multiple places. But I would tell you only accept one offer. And like Larry and I were speaking about it today, and we're like, should we wait until we get multiple offers? I've seen people, I've heard people wait on an offer like 
and then the offer goes away. So I would, on, on, in this instance, I would take the first offer that comes to you and, and go with it because the offer may be get rescinded. Um, the new form, the new norm, I mention that all the time. Some people, my friends of mine are uncomfortable with that term. And you know what? The phrase, the new norm is the new norm. So you need to get, you get, you need to get accustomed to hearing people say the new norm because we're all creating this new norm. And one of the things is, is video conferencing. And, and, and with this is when I talk about the new norm, sorry, I'm going to speak from a business perspective. And one of the things you have to get accustomed to is video conferencing meetings. I've had a couple of them and initially they were uncomfortable, but I've gotten used to them. And, you know, and I think what's appropriate in today's world, what I think the norm is in the new norm, and it should be, I think it should be always in some sort of business attire. I don't think you should be doing business conferences, and I know it may sound childish to say, in a, in a hoodie or a sweatshirt or a t-shirt. Even if you're wearing gym shorts, and the norm is to me, shirt and tie on top, gym shorts underneath, because they don't see you. I mean, if you're gonna be that one who puts on the full suit from head to bottom in the, in the, in the shoes, God bless you. But I think from, if you show from the waist up, you know, in, in some type of professional manner, I think is important. And, and background settings should be simple as well. And even me, I have to get better at eye contact. If you guys notice, my eyes probably shift left to right. It's not that I'm not paying attention. I'm not focused. I just have that type of, it's just something I got to work, I got to get better at. Really just focusing in on the screen. Dion is always correcting me and aligning myself. I can't even see myself in this video conference. So I don't even know if I'm really aligned correctly but I need to be more centered. I need to be looking always at the screen. And, you know, and that's the new norm of doing business and I gotta get better at it. You know, I'm used to doing podcasts where it's just audio based so I can look left to right. And even when I look down at my phone, I'm really not looking at, I'm not like just scouring through my phone. I actually use my phone to take notes. So when I'm always looking down on my phone, I'm looking at the notes that I made. But once again, in the new world of video, I have to look directly at the camera, I, I level, raise my thing a little and be like to the point, what is the new norm? Centered and see, I'm trying to even do it now. <laughs> um, social distancing at work. I've, you know, I, I don't know if you guys watch 60 Minutes, but you know, when, if those are at, at the workplace and work, you have to be very mindful and respectful of that. You may think that it, it's childish and people want to keep a distance from you, but it's a new way of doing business and to be like um, work etiquette it's important that you practice it. And this, the, the, the number is six feet, right? And if you're in an uncomfortable setting at work, I was going through McDonald's drive-thru with my son and I noticed a young guy working at the drive-thru didn't have a mask on. And I said to him, young man, why are you not wearing a mask? And he says, because my boss doesn't like us wearing masks at drive-thru because they think it's just not good customer service. And I said to him, you know, to hell with what your boss says. This is standard procedure and you need to tell your boss that I do not, I need to wear a mask. I'm interacting with people coming to the drive-thru and it's important that I wear a mask. So when I got to the, I, that was a pay window. When I got to the window to pick up my food, I actually asked for the manager and I was like, you know, why are you encouraging these young kids not to wear a mask? And she basically brushed me off and said, that's none of your business and so forth. And I actually filed a complaint because, you know, these kids don't have a, sometimes are scared to say things, but so for you as well at the workplace, is there anything that you feel uncomfortable in your work setting that, that is based around COVID-19, this pandemic? Don't think you can get fired because of that or you can't speak up because of it because you need to, you need to voice it. And parents that have their kids working at these type of places at 
restaurants and fast food, you know, you need to query them and ask them, you know, how are they practicing social distancing at the workplace? Um, and another thing, when we talked about, you know, getting news and getting information, the new norm right now is to be staying current. I hope you all were staying current even prior to this whole pandemic because it's important to see what's trending, what's not trending, but more importantly now, things are happening so quickly, you need to stay current. And like quick news to give you like snapshots of what's happening and it's up to speed. Like I think CNN is more of a social platform where things drag on. It's a lot of panelist conversations. And it's, I, I just find it, it, you know, it's gone in such a different direction. Those that listen to it and Fox News as well. I call them, you know, they're, they're brother and sisters to one another. So I think the punchy news where the stuff that you really need to get, um, I'm a podcast guy. I think the best podcast out there to get really great information is the first one to the left two black guys with good credit. Please applaud me online and say if you all agree with that. Please, let me see some hands, some yes, some fires saying yes, we agree. Two black guys with good credit is the place to go. And we've gone to it before and we've written such a five-star review on how great it is. So two black guys with good credit. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Jeremy, my man, Johnson. Thank you for the fire. Um, I, and thank you. I know you, I saw your review as well at the compost. Thank you. And the other place where I like um, to go it's really 12, 13 minutes, thank you, of, of great information. And it just keeps me up to speed of what's happening is NPR up first, even though you know NPR is one of those places that I have a love-hate relationship with them because we're trying to get our show on their platform and they're pushing us back. So anybody listening to that and has any affiliation with NPR, tell them to call us. But NPR, they're, they're up first is great. And then I also like the daily. It's similar current news and when it focuses on one thing usually, but then it gives you a recap and it's usually about 20 to 24 minutes. So I think by the three of those shows, if you listen to all three of them, you'll kind of be up with current events and knowing what's happening, knowing how you have to adapt, knowing new regulation and what's happening, what's going on. All right, um, next slide. So today's class, I'm actually gonna let the lovely Dion um, lead through this class today. Um, Mr. 850, myself and Larry will chime in. Um, of course, Adam and Kevin will be in the background to answer any questions or do any kind of research that you need that you need done. Um, but we really want to focus on self-improvement and learning, which everybody needs ongoing daily thing happening. We really want to focus on personal branding and networking in this COVID environment. We should have had COVID in there, but it's in this COVID environment. And then we wanted to take time to go through the outstanding questions that some of the listeners you guys have had. All right, so that's today's objectives, and I'm going to now go to the next slide and allow Miss Dion to continue with the presentation. Everybody give Dion a round of applause and a clap, please. Can we get a webinar clap? Oh, Dion. <laughs> Can we get a webinar Woo clap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Linda. It is so good to be with you all today. Um, everybody staying home, being safe. Um, but this is an interesting time, you know, where uh, we're home, a lot of the distractions have been stripped away, and now it's really um, uh, not to negate the fact that it can be um, a little disconcerting, you know, um, the uncertainty, but at the same time, uh, it's a gift of time. And it's how you use this time, how you maximize this time that can really put you um, in a really uh, powerful position when we get on the other side of this. 
Uh, so that's what we're really talking about today is how to really um, make sure you're investing yourself during this uh, COVID uh, pandemic so you can actually uh, conquer uh, the job market, uh, reinvent yourself in terms of career, um, or start a new business, whatever that may be um, during this, this um, very interesting and unprecedented time. Um, so we're saying, you know, you, you really should think about um, uh, how you will invest in yourself, right? Uh, it may require um, investing in new skills, uh, taking an inventory of your current skills. Uh, it's particularly transferable. So skills that you can actually transfer from, you know, your current employment to other jobs that may still be available right now. You know, because there are companies that are hiring right now in this COVID situation. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to work in, in uh, be a nurse, a registered nurse, for example, uh, to work in healthcare. You know, they're looking for a lot of people right now um, with communication skills, for example. Um, really beefing up your technological skills will be key right now and going into the future. Uh, there's actually um, a stat you'll see here that a third of U.S. workers are probably going to have to upskill or reskill based on new technologies by 2030. So it's really being mindful of how things are trending, how things are changing. Can so I add, Dion? Sure. And, and look at, like, you know, you got to look at the leaders in the market when Dion says, uh, adapting to change. I don't know if you guys realize what uh, GM and Ford did. They stopped making cars, right, during this pandemic time. And within weeks, they trained their staff now to make ventilators and PPE equipment. And the staff had to buy into it. If you were one of those stubborn people at at GM or Ford and said to yourself, well, I'm only, I was only trained to, to make cars, to make this certain part, and I'm just not going to do it. Guess what? You're out of a job and there's somebody waiting to take over your job. And in a short period of time, GM and, and Ford was able to transition all the, a lot of their factories into making PPE equipment and ventilator equipment, and their staff bought into the idea, hence they're still working today. And that's just an example of the mindset you need to have and that you can be successful in this current environment. Sorry, I'll let you continue. Not at all. But like Sean said, if you're willing to embrace change and be nimble when it comes to change. Um, so yes, so healthcare is hiring right now, but does it mean you have to be a registered nurse or a doctor or a respiratory therapist? Not necessarily. Even those jobs, even though those jobs are definitely um, in demand right now, if you've got really great communication skills, for example, they may need people just to reroute calls, um, communication with regards to um, delivering um, information to the community, community outreach in these uncertain times. There are positions for you in that healthcare sector um, that may not actually need a medical background. So it's Again, looking at your transferable skills right now and how you can apply them to various industries. Uh, they're saying that um, nonprofits uh, right now are really looking to beef up um, their, their staffing because, again, they, they need to address the community in so many different ways with regards to social services and support. So people, again, who are really great with customer service, communication skills, um, really like interfa interfacing with people, these may be the transferable skills that may land you a position in that in that arena. So don't set don't set yourself up to think that there's nothing I can do right now. There are companies that are actually hiring, and then um, there's Dion. I well. just wanted to interject real sure. quick. Um, 
is um, Bloomberg hiring for the trackers, for the uh, people who have had the virus and may have con come to contact with other people? That will, that's actually an area that they will be hiring for testing and tracking. Right, because that's that's probably one of the only ways we're really going to be able to manage this, you know, um, pandemic into the future is through testing and tracking. So that's mm. another area um, where they're going to need people, you know. And when you and when you when you think about these jobs, testing and tracking, like testing and tracking for a pandemic is a new type of job, and just try to align your current skill sets with that job. Make that job fit into you, not that job fit in, not you fit in. Yeah, and you, and you, Make you fit into that job. So make sure you're, you don't have to think that are there people with 10 years experience of tracking. You have to look at your skill sets and try to align it to that job and market it as such that, hey, when it, with regards to tracking, here's what I own and here's what I do exceptionally well and here's why I can do well and perform well at this job. Yes, yes. Thank you, Sean. And um, definitely be intentional about this right? Because you want to be ready. Yes, we all agree that hiring managers and recruiters, uh, you know, have slowed down their hiring process. They may have fr frozen their searches right now, but you don't want to just use this time as idle time. You want to know that once this thing does pass, which we don't know exactly when, but you want to know that you're ready when the time comes. So that means that you've taken the time to improve those, I think next slide, Larry, that you're investing in your, um, in making sure you, you, um, up, you up your education, you are, um, you know, trying to refine your um, soft skills, because we've also heard that soft skills are becoming more and more important going into the future, believe it or not, with all the techno technological advances that are happening in AI and et cetera. Um, their companies are also going to be looking for people with really good soft skills. So the more you can improve your negotiation skills, the, your presentation skills, your um, interpersonal skills, they are going to be very attractive um, going into the future. So definitely, you know, definitely go to your, if you still like to, you know, go to the bookstore and, and touch and feel a book, um, that time will come. But in the meantime, you can go to Open Library, where you have tons of books online available to you. I think, I think, Mister Eight Fifty, you gave us that um, that link, and yes. it's just a wealth, a wealth of information at your fingertips. So think about that, whatever that you want to focus on, right? And um, speaking of technology, there's coding camps, and uh, what's so great is that there's a lot of companies, a lot of um, colleges, universities. Uh, companies that are offering workshops for free, which is really awesome. Um, you may have heard that Harvard Ivy League is offering 67 courses for free during this pandemic. I mean, me that's add, unheard of. Let me just add to that as far as marketing and branding yourself. Now, how, like, this is the first time that I've ever heard of that an Ivy League school like Harvard is offering free online courses. So technically, you could maybe have some type of certification or at least put on your resume saying, I did, on, did course, I wouldn't say course, XYZ from Harvard University. You, have an, you can have now be in the position, you know, to have the name Harvard on your resume. Now, is that not a marketable thing to do? Like just leveraging that would get you probably open up a door for you 
And when I'm looking online at the poll results that we did, 60% of you want to further your education in some sort or manner. So why not do one of the Harvard courses so you can add that to your resume? Complete it. If, there, if it wasn't a testing course, you can say completed, successfully completed Harvard, Harvard course XYZ. That's a game changer on your resume, and it's there for free. And I'll, I'll, game changer. I'll, I'll chime uh -oh, in. Oh, well. the Yale guy wants to say something. <laughs> I'm not a Yale guy. I'm not a Yale guy. Where'd you go? I want the pen. Pen. There we go. I want, the I want, pen I want the, the deck now. Here we go. Yeah, go I want the pen. Uh, but uh, I'll say that I've personally taken a bunch of these lessons um, online, and I have friends who take them. So, um, for example, Coursera, right? Coursera was originally founded as a partnership between basically a bunch of higher education institutions. So Harvard, whatever, Penn, Michigan, MIT, Stanford, you'll basically any brand name uh, school that you think of is offering the courses on there. And they're the real professors who go on there and actually teach the course through a series of video lessons. So you don't have to necessarily go for class time. The videos are on there. It's just a program that runs, it's a structured program that runs for, you know, XYZ number of weeks. And then um, there are quizzes along the way if you want. Um, if you want to take it casually, you can just watch the videos. But if you want a certification, you can take those quizzes. And then at the end, you know, assuming that you pass, you get that certification. And people, I have started seeing people, even when I'm looking at hiring others, uh, people applying have started putting things like this on their job, like they are certified in this, certified in this, not a degree but a certification. So for all the people that I saw in the poll who wants to do sort of self-learning, self-teaching, um, it makes total sense to take advantage of one of these resources at least, uh, because then you can do it on your own time. It's not as time intensive. Again, you can do it for free or you can pay for a certification, but even the payment for certification, it's not tuition. It's like 50 bucks versus, you know, a couple thousand if you were to take a full on class. So let me ask you this, Larry. Yeah. For somebody that went to an Ivy League school and was in, was on campus, learned from actual from professors on campus, what do you think as far as the quality of class versus this, the, what you're seeing online versus what you had in class, the real life experience? I think it's actually harder. I think it's harder online, as in like the people are smarter online because you have a lot of people who are taking that class because they want to to learn about that. For example, way 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 back then, I wanted to brush up on my finance bill, so I took some. A finance class a couple years ago and the people on there are really smart so, so exactly so if you're not yeah. taking advantage of this of like being able to put a, a, a ivy league certificate on your resume then once again you're missing out one of these opportunities that this pandemic is presenting and i think larry just gets around everybody give larry a clap because i think what he just shared is a personal experience that can only help you so i don't know i'm going to do this clap thing larry on for you because i think what you just provided <laughs> was great information there you go, Larry. See, you're getting some claps. There thank you, you go. Thank you, everyone. So everybody that's <laughs> clapping, I expect to know that you guys send us an email, send us a message next week and say you signed up Oh, you got uh, for the certification of one of them Ivy League schools. So every participant is going to have some type of Ivy League certification. We can all agree. And thanks to Larry, he Love broke it. it down. Awesome. Back to you, Dion. Love it. And I'm, I was just going to say everything that we've mentioned here, um, a more well-rounded perspective or a more holistic perspective it's just it's just things are changing so so they're going to be looking at your certifications they're going to be looking at your volunteerism all of those things are going to start coming into play so all of this just boosts you up because as we know there's 
so many people at the same time looking and competing for the same jobs. So the more you can stand out, the better, which is, is a perfect lead in to our next slide, which is personal branding which is gonna be so key, again, in differenti differentiating yourself um, from the, the millions of people out there also looking for employment, right? Um, so what is personal branding? I feel like a lot of us may, may know what this is at, based on our audience right now, but just to make sure we're really clear on it, personal branding is basically marketing yourself and your career as a brand. And if you're not out there cultivating your brand on your behalf, then someone else will, right? And basically, your personal brand, it's almost like, it's what you become known for. It's, it's the reputation that precedes you um, to a certain extent. So when I think about Mr. 850, right, what do I think of? I think of, well, Mr. 850, he is whip smart, he's very reliable, he's very methodical and strategic in his thinking, visionary, right, with a strong finance acumen, um, with such a quiet confidence that I would hire him in a heartbeat. Not bad? Not bad. I mean, my head must have grown <laughs> about three inches. Pardon me? <laughs> my head kind of got a little bigger since you said that. But, and a great yeah. credit score. Right? But I think everything I said there was true. I think the whole team would corroborate on that, right? So he's, already, he's cultivated his brand, you know? So when I think of, I need a, I really, I need a smart business person. I need a, a really strong real estate investor. Um, if I know I'm going to be trying to, if I know if I'm going to try to get a project off the ground, I need someone reliable. I'm going to think of Mr. 850, right? Um, his name alone. What does that say? Someone who's trustworthy, right? Someone with a really good credit score because you can trust them with your money, right? So his, that branding is, is spot on, okay? So this is just an example of what a personal brand um, sounds and looks like. Um, I've given you, um, I like to call it my uh, vibes, creating your vibes to the T, how to actually create a personal branding statement. But mm. again, in this, in these, you know, unprecedented times, you're going to really have to uh, get clear on who you are. And so you know who you're targeting, um, because it's going to literally uh, be your launching pad for your, for your career, or the reinvention of your career. So when I say you want to know your vibes to the T, um, it stands for values, your interests, your beliefs, your ethos, like what is your moral character and, and standard, um, your skills and your talents. And this is, a, again, a perfect time while we're at home to really just sit down, get still, uh, whether it's getting a pen and paper, I'm a firm believer in, in um, putting pen to paper, or if it's pulling out your laptop, but really just going inward and taking stock of your gifts, talents, abilities, and really looking at all, all of these things. And then if you're having a hard time, if you're getting stuck coming up with, you know, these different parts of your branding statement, the best thing you can do too is actually go and ask someone, what, when you, when I, what, what do you think of me? You know, what, what, what is your, uh, when you, what, reflect what you think of me. And it's amazing what you might hear, right? You may not even realize they think of you as a really great communicator, 
or you have really great conflict resolution skills, like things you may not think of, right? I love how cool headed you are. You know, you're always so calm under pressure. So sometimes it's actually getting, uh, you know, someone in your family or a friend or a colleague who knows you well to kind of reflect back what they see in you, you know, because you want to be as authentic as possible when you're creating your brand. This is not about creating a whole resume. This is also just your, basically your, your 20 to 30 seconds. Um, you should have this so deeply ingrained in you, um, this statement that at any given time, when someone asks you, so what do you do? What's your story? You can give them that, you know, in a heartbeat. You in know, one sentence, one, two sentences or less, mm -hmm. you should be able to, and you yeah. should be able to look yourself in the mirror every day. And I, I'm looking myself in the mirror every day and make sure what you say your brand is, is a, is a true reflection of who you are. And if you can say that confidently by yourself in the mirror daily, you'll begin to see those things come out. People begin, you'll, if you believe it and the, then other people will believe it. You know, I've seen so many people express themselves and their whole body language is off. And, you know, I sometimes, you know, to me, I more pay attention to people's actions sometimes more than their words. So if I know I can comfortably, confidently look in the mirror and tell myself, I am a finance guy. I am a real estate guy. I am a good coworker. I can work well in current conditions. If I continue to tell myself that as simply, as cliche as it sounds, by looking in the mirror and saying that to myself every morning, you will become that person. And it's, it's a, it's may seem like a little, a small little, like I say, cliche type, type exercise, but the self-confidence that builds for you and the branding it builds for you by convincingly telling yourself in the mirror and being true to yourself makes a world of a difference. It does. And as we know, um, communication is what, at least I think 90% or 80% non-verbal. You know, non so if you look like you're unsure, uncomfortable, awkward while you're, while you're pitching yourself or, you know, you know it's not going to be believable. So what Sean is saying is so, so, it's not cliche. It's actually, there's science behind it. You know, were you going to say something? Mr. Yes, I wanted to just add, um, as a distant landlord, with many of my tenants not in front of me, but mainly dealing with me from a distance and dealing with me based on my integrity, make sure things are done right the first time and without any excuses. So what I always pitch to my tenants is, listen, when there's an issue, let us know as quickly as possible, we will address it. And I always tell the maintenance people, always go in with the intentions of making it right. And once people understand that, when times like this arrive, we can't predict these times, people know who you are. They know who you are and they know, they don't know what's out there if they wanna move, but they know who you are. And this is why when people move in, the first question I say, what's the relationship you have with your present landlord? You know, what's your situation? What's your story? Why do you want to move? And based on that answer, it's going to tell me whether I want to bring this person in as part of the tenants that I have who I feel I'm very blessed to have at this time. Yes. And all of, and all of that, of what you're saying, relates to um, uh, the, the, the working space as well. I mean, all of that comes into play, right? And it's, it's, uh, it's just to so add to what Jeff's saying, it's really setting a precedent. You know, mm -hmm. when, when I speak to people, it may sound blunt, but I try to be direct to the point, say it with confidence and deliver on what I'm gonna deliver. So there's no gray area. 
So I think, in, like Jeff was saying, when you make that first call, you build that relationship, you let them know that this is what I stand for and this is who I am and this is how I'm going to dictate this relationship. It reflects on who you are as far as your personal branding. How you show up, right? How you show up. Um, and so why is this personal branding important? We just heard a few examples, right? Of why it's so important, whether it's in your personal or professional life. Um, but basically having a personal brand is what allows you to create a vision for your future. You know, if you want to stay where you are for 30 years, and I think that's unheard of these days, that's one thing. But if you're, const if you're looking to uh, evolve and grow in your career or in uh, new business opportunities, you're going to have to be clear on your personal brand. Um, it's going to allow you to get better jobs, the better contacts, the better clients, industry recognition, um, but you have to be in it to win it. it that's, all, that's all it comes down to, you know? So we actually threw up a poll um, just to find out, you know, how many people actually have a LinkedIn page? I'm very curious to hear. Because um, if you have no presence online, you're already behind the eight ball, right? Because now we see just even more how important it is that we're not even moving around physically. How important it's going to be from a networking perspective to have an online presence, right? So the number one uh, online uh, media uh, platform with regards to, um, uh, I guess, having a higher visibility online, or they, as they say, SEO, search engine optimization. So when you Google yourself, which we're going to actually throw that up next, just to find out how many people actually Google themselves personally, you need to have a LinkedIn page it will pull you up in the search um, list to higher in the list than any other social media platform. So it's Instagram, Facebook, then Twitter. IG, I think may be coming close now, um, but LinkedIn is definitely the number one from a professional perspective um, and overall, just in terms of search engine optimization, the number one platform to get you at the top of that search, right? Have we actually sent that poll out yet, Larry? Uh, we just sent out the social media poll. If you guys see those results, uh, okay. I'm going to send the other one next. I was just curious. We'll launch this guy. Hello, everyone. My name is Desira Camposano, and I am... We have a couple of them, so we, gotta, we, we can pack them all in. Okay, awesome. But I'm very curious to hear how many people actually have a, have a LinkedIn page. If you don't, get on it. Uh, well, um, the LinkedIn page, about half, about half of our viewers I saw have a LinkedIn page. Almost exactly. Okay, awesome. Um, and if you have one, when's the last time you actually updated? I'm curious to hear that. But now more than ever, you want to have things looking really tight um, with all of your, uh, again, current skills, highlighting those transferable skills. Now you've created your personal branding statement, right, to really create a compelling story. Because um, even though hiring uh, managers and recruiters may have slowed down in terms of their hiring, they, they are still keeping an eye, you know, on really good talent. So you want to make sure your profile is up to date. Um, if you're feeling a little um, intimidated by getting on LinkedIn, uh, Microsoft, for example, offers online, free online courses, uh, teaching you how to build a, a strong LinkedIn page. Okay, so there's definitely all kinds of support out there. Um, I also suggest a career coach, 
There are so many resources out there. Um, just go on YouTube. Um, you can go to Indeed and a lot of these um, professional uh, hiring sites, uh, recruitment sites. They offer all kinds of supportive resources. Um, but a career coach might be just the thing in these times to, again, set you apart from the rest and get you prepared um, for your next job opportunity. And uh, while you're at it, you don't want to, again, just sit idle, right? You want to really maximize this time. So uh, uh, you want to be engaging in your industry. You, wanna, you, wanna, you want people to see you as an authority in whatever field you are in. And you can only do that by, by being really visible and engaged within that industry. So you want to be posting relevant content. You want to be, you want to create a personal website. You know, you want, and these days you have Wix that have free um, options because like, we want to be mindful. Again, people may not want to be taking on uh, huge expenses right now, but still want to remain relevant. So uh, there are companies like, like I mentioned, Wix, who offer a free version uh, for, uh, as a website um, uh, building platform, uh, for example. You also want to be participating in chat forums and meetups. Those are free, but the, but the investment is, is tenfold. You can't put a price tag on the, the, um, the opportunity that you can actually create from being in these different types of forums. Um, you want to be managing your social media. So you still want to make sure that you are staying uh, relevant and visible through your social media platforms. And uh, the fact that we're doing almost everything online now. So if you're making, uh, you know, sending out emails, whether it's just to introduce yourself, remain um, top of mind with hiring managers, reaching out to colleagues, uh, you want to make sure you got a strong email. So if you're still, you know, using AOL, uh, sorry, <laughs> did I say AOL? Yeah, AOL. You may want to um, look into getting that Gmail account. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Hotmail Emails guy. And I'm matter. I'm my one of my email accounts is Hotmail, and I and I say I give them sometimes I get an email address under breath. I really only give it to, to like you know when I'm opening up some type of online accounts because people look at me as a dinosaur um, when I when I <laughs> if true. I give them a Hotmail address. So it's I would true. even say it's very true that you know you have to be current with even your branding your your account. I even noticed you know, a lot of people coming to my store and shipping, and for those that live in New York City. I can even kind of tell by your cell phone number, the first three digits, by what kind of age group you live in. Like 917 numbers, like when my number begins, we're dinosaurs. You don't really see like young people in New York City with a 917 area code. You may see young people with a 347, 929. So even by your, your cell phone sometimes, it, even, it, can, it can brand you. Yes, it, it does. It can date you. It can make you seem like you're not as, uh, yeah. Current. As current, um, and also your signature. All of it's branding. So if you're sending emails out, you want to have um, a professional signature. You actually may want to have something that stands out. You know, you may not just want to have the usual regards. You know, so um, what's something that might reflect a little bit, of, a little bit more of who you are, right? Um, for my company, for example, um, uh, our podcast. If I'm sending an email out. My signature says peace, love, and finance, not just a regular thank you, you know? For my life coaching business, uh, my company's called Live Your Best Life For You. So my signature is actually get ready, set, live. So that's memorable. Maybe it's a quote, 
that's really that means a lot to you that is authentic you may want to add that to your to your signature as well you want things that are actually going to make make you stand out you know in the crowd and uh and dion let me let me just add something quickly about all the social media i think everyone it's sort of common sense but sometimes you know we're all still surprised uh but you know be when we say managing your social media also not just keeping it current but make sure that you're showing what you want the world to see yes right? I, I think everyone wants to put to share everything about themselves but you know when it comes to professional settings now because everyone's online it still depends i won't say every employer is doing it but there are definitely people who as part of a background check will do a quick search and we're going to get into that shortly but we'll do a quick look up in everything including your social yeah. media right and so, i would say and i would say why not like it's not if you're looking to hire somebody have someone you work for why should they not look through your social media i mean you should well, everything you i tell my kids all the time everything you put out there is for the world to see you know it's for the world to see and if you're going to put stuff out there that you like oh, i don't want my boss to see i wouldn't want my coworkers to know this about me then my advice to you is to not put it out there simple as that because you're giving people you know this is your social media is a footprint of who you are the good and the bad post you know i'm very particular in what i post even what i put on my timeline even what i put on video because i just you know i, I at the end of the day how this world is moving the old school dinosaurs like myself like there's no much sense when i leave this world it's not going to be people are not going to remember me by my photo albums that i have tucked away under my bed they're going to be remembered by your social social media print by what your instagram looks like by what your facebook page looks like that's how you got to be remembered and so everything you do and everything you post is a reflection of you i mean i'm sure people can agree and people can comment that you like you determine a person's personality a lot by what they're posting on their social media correct me if i'm wrong yes or no by what they have on their social media what they put on their instagram is like oh let me see what type of person this is and that's a absolutely. lot how you're going to be defined absolutely huh i was just commenting that what i do before i do a background check or as part of my background check is i check social media when uh someone is applying for an apartment so right. you know i see what type of posts they use and what that says about that individual and Absolutely. you know how they fit in with what i'm looking to do for as getting the type of person so as you know branding and doing your business is concerned, um, I think Dion is making a good point that you have to put yourself out there in, in my opinion, the best light. Absolutely. And consider having two separate, you know, um, uh, profiles, one for your business, one for your personal. But doesn't mean you go wayward with the personal either. You still have to be very mindful of what you are putting out there because um, it's, all, it's all available. Um, and companies are, are researching you. So are colleges, believe it or not. They are looking at your profiles. Um, I was curious, um, did we get a poll on how many people have actually Googled themselves before, Larry? We are doing that right now. Can you see that? People are, people are slowly answering it. I think it takes okay, time. Okay, great. But you can let them know, uh, explain the poll, and uh, we can announce the results shortly. Yes, I, some people have actually never Googled themselves. And it's amazing what you might find, you know, if you're not showing up at all, well, that's, you know, that's, that's basically saying, you know, it's time to you know, get in the game. Um, Cause you are behind the eight ball. Um, if you're falling really low uh, in the search list, that means you have work to do. 
And basically to, to get yourself further up, again, it's using, you know, adding a LinkedIn profile if you don't have one already. It's staying engaged and create, maybe it's creating articles, you know, writing blogs, anything that has your name, that you can tag your name to that'll bring you further and further up um, in the search engine list. Because there may be 10 people with your name, you know? So maybe there's an ex-con with your name. So you want to push them down at the, at the bottom of the list so you can, you know, start getting, to, so you're at the top. Um, because basically, uh, it's a, it's a doggy dog world, right? So you want to make sure as Mr. Eight Fifty said, put yourself in the best light and make sure that you're the, you're the, like when you, when you punch in a, a website, you want to see that particular website pop up first. It's the same thing with your name. It's all, it's all branding at the end of the day. So, uh, speaking of effective networking during COVID, again, the new norm. We can't just, you know, get a get an Eventbrite ticket and head out to the bar, you know, or head out to the to the lounge and network as we did in the past. So what are we doing? Well, we've got to get creative online. And now you may have to resort to um, uh, virtual networking parties and events. I've actually attended one. It was really cool. I met people from all around the world, from Turkey to Canada, and it was amazing. You know, it was a, it did have a, a, a definite agenda. Then there was a time where we could actually break out into smaller rooms and interact with people virtually and exchange information. It was awesome. Um, there was one young lady who did copyright content for websites. Doesn't matter if she's in Turkey, if she's really good and I can see her work, hey, I might hire her. So it's still actually really effective um, doing these networking events online. Um, phone calls, you can never go wrong. Uh, I love the fact that Larry mentioned, you know, uh, once, a, once a month, just or at least once a week, pick someone that you haven't even spoken to in a year, maybe two years, and just reach out, touch base. You never know what they've been up to. Tell them what you've been up to or what you're looking to aspire to. You never know if they may have something for you directly or they may actually have someone that may need what you're offering, right? Or just feel like, you know what, you just need, you two just need to meet and you never, never know where that conversation can lead. So phone calls, tried and true, right? Zoom coffee chats. If you don't have a Zoom account by now or at least a Skype or um, Google Hangouts, again, you're going to be left in the cold. I know we're going to have another poll coming up to find out at this point, you know, do you have some kind of video conferencing account? Possibly Zoom, but you are going to need this in the new norm, whether it's for networking and also interviewing. And we'll get into more of that um, in a moment. And also to do business. So if you've got a business, you may have to take virtual meetings. Um, LinkedIn messaging is going to be important. Again, if you want to be able to get to people that maybe you wouldn't normally be able to get to, um, you, you're, it's, it's such, a, such a great feature, um, in LinkedIn that you can find out from your, your warm network, um, who might be connected or has a, who has a contact in a company that you actually are interested in, which is a fantastic, fantastic, um, feature, um, emails, um, still, uh, tried and true, uh, in now this more casual setting sometimes, or actually, um, especially in the entrepreneurship world, uh, DMing someone, you know, the, in this gig economy now, we're just direct messaging straight through um, social media platforms to get to a key contact. 
you know? And I love this one. Sean added this at the end, the virtual happy hours. Um, there's some great um, apps now too, like Hangouts, which is uh, really a little more informal, but um, really cool just to get people together. And now they're using it for uh, networking. Can I ask, can I, um, as a, can happy I ask a question? Hour. Larry, can we do sure. a poll? How many people have been part of a virtual happy hour? Yes or no? I think it's such, okay, anything that's come out of this as far as um, online, um, um, online networking, I think virtual happy hours, I think are something here to stay. I think it's absolutely amazing if you've done one and it's such a great informal way to meet new people and to have like leisure conversation and what it does, it, it creates that informal setting. And if you do a happy hour, and if you, anybody that's not part of one should start one and then make the rule being that every week somebody brings in somebody else to the happy hour. So maybe you have a happy hour with now a hundred different people from all different walks of life, like Beyonce, maybe it could be somebody in Turkey, Japan, Canada, wherever, Africa. And it's just a great way to share information in an informal setting. You know, you have a glass of wine at your house, whatever, and, and it, it's really a great interactive thing to do and a nice way to network. So I would encourage you all to be part of some type of happy hour. And I know good friends that do it weekly. Every Friday they get together and they do a happy hour at home. And it's something that they really take pleasure in. So for those that haven't, be, create one and become part of it because you don't know where that growth can take you. But this is, this is, the, this is the key. So this is going to be the game changer be between you and someone else who attends these virtual networking events. If you really want to come out on top after this COVID situation passes, because the fact you've met the person, you've exchanged the information on the chat, for example, um, it doesn't end there. So follow-up is what's going to set you apart from the rest. So once you've made that connection, how do you build the relationship from there? That's, that's going to be the key, right? To really optimize your network. And as the famous Warren Buffett said, when you increase your network, you will increase your net worth. So what does building, your, building the relationship entail? So it's not just calling that person up when you need a job or you need something, right? It'll go, over, it'll go over so much better if you are actually, you know, taking an interest in maybe what their needs are first. How can I help you? You know, how can I add value to your business? What are you trying to get into and how can I support you? You know, maybe I can keep my eyes and ears open for an opportunity. What are you looking for? You know, maybe now you're sending them articles or a great blog post that's of interest to them, whether it's a job opportunity or just a great interest piece, but just a way to stay top of mind. And you can use these, these tactics too, or you know, these strategies with hiring managers and recruiters just by staying in touch with them. So again, once the hiring freezes um, uh, uh, are, you know, are, are, are lifted, you're gonna be top of mind, right? Look at that, over 50% have been doing happy hour, that's great. And I saw that over 50% also you know, didn't have a, a Zoom account before this. So it's, it just shows you how this is you know, the way of life for the future. Um, but yes, it's really about um, staying connected and not just popping in when you need something. And again, people love to, to know that you take an interest 
and you care about their needs as well, you know? And at some point, yes, there will become, there will come, a, be a, there will come a time where either they will say, you know what, something that I know of, I think will be perfect for you. And they reach out to you, which is amazing. Or at some point, you decide to finally make the ask and be clear about what your ask is, right? And I'm going to also say this, just being mindful of the setting that we're in, is that you can also just be a little more personal, a little more um, uh, sensitive, I guess, in these times. You know, just being very real and vulnerable, maybe about some of the challenges that you're facing and really taking an interest in how they're feeling, how are they managing. So it's just these little nuances, these little tweaks, you know, that we're making now when it comes to networking um, in these unprecedented um, times. So speaking of video conference etiquette, so um, interviewing, there's going to be a lot of this going on. There already is with uh, us being in a not only economic crisis, but there is a health crisis. So we need to be social distancing. We can't just go into an office and do an interview like we did before. So video conferencing, whether it's Skype, Zoom, um, Google Hangouts, companies are using this to at least have that initial, you know, interfacing with you. So how you show up in your video conference is important, very important. Sean touched on a few things earlier. Um, but number one, you got to dress to impress. You can't come in your sweatpants and your sweatshirt. It's the same level of professionalism that you would have had in a regular interview. Okay. And actually, contrary to what Sean said, um, I would actually highly suggest uh, for an interview or even a, a business meeting that you do put proper pants on or a proper skirt because you just never know. Imagine you get up, you forget what you're wearing. And from the bottom down, you're wearing your favorite holy jogging pants that you've had for five years, right? So rather than take that chance, um, definitely for an a, a important interview like that or an important interview or, you know, client meeting, you want to go full. And remember oh. this too as well. I, and I agree with you, point taken, Dion. And I have to take note of this. Remember that you're on a microphone and everything that you do can get picked up. For example, going to the bathroom to take a pee. Nobody needs to hear that. You need to know when to <laughs> mute and mute off. All right? Shuffling. Your kids in the background, noises in the background. It picks up and you may forget to mute. So you have to truly understand it's just positioning yourself in a safe place and knowing that, I've already, I don't know if anybody showed you, but I've already seen things gone around where people have brought their laptops and computers for getting into the bathroom with them. Oh and my. <laughs> catches it. So remember I can that. just imagine the memes now, you know? Exactly. Um, but yes, all very valid points. You want to choose a quiet location. You want to make sure the kids are tucked away and... Um, that are and are being occupied in another room when you know if you have an important uh, video conference call. Um, you do want to uh, also be mindful of your background. So, for example, I chose this uh, well-lit uh, office background today. 
not, not absolutely necessary, but I love these virtual backgrounds that Zoom offers. Um, or you can create your own, your own. So I actually just went online and found some really good um, office images and decided to you know, throw one up for this presentation. But if you don't want to do that or don't have the capability for your computer, um, just make sure you look for a background that's clean, that's, you know, whether it's a, a solid white background, maybe with some artwork, um, but very simple. You know, if your office uh, has your treadmill in the back that you use to hang your laundry, not so professional, is it? So believe it or not, when we talk about branding, if they're looking into your home and they see you're disorganized and a bit of a mess in the background, again, what, the, would that, what might that say about you when it comes to being detailed, detail-oriented, or organized with your actual work, right? So just be mindful. Um, you also want to adjust your lighting, as Sean said. That's important. You don't want to be directly under light. It might put a shadow on your face. Um, you don't want to be sitting right in front of a window. You will be backlit. Um, you want to practice um, looking into the camera, and even I'm doing it right now, but you want to practice looking into the camera as much as you are tempted to look at the person while you're talking. You want to look directly into the camera. Um, angling your screen is also very important. Nobody wants to look under your nose, up your nose, right? So making sure it's the right height, eye level, um, and giving you the best, you know, best angle and lighting, right? Um, you don't want to wear, and also in the dress to impress, you don't want to wear clothes that are too busy. You may have heard the same thing when you're on television. You don't want to have busy prints and um, all kinds of um, maybe got, you know, really big jewelry and things like that. It picks up. So you want to keep it cleaner and simple, even in the way you dress. Um, and then, uh, as Sean said, everything can be picked up and everything can be seen. So be mindful. If you decide, you forget, you decide to do some big yawn while the hiring person is speaking, you know, they can see all of that. You know, please don't go scratching certain areas. They can see all of that, right? Yeah, so just... I want to add one thing. <laughs> please, folks, don't chew gum while you're... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dead in the water. Dead in the water. Dead in the water. Uh, uh, and then, you know, good audio, good video. You might want to invest in a good camera. Check online on Amazon. Uh, good, again, adding lighting to your computer. I'm looking into investing in that. Um, other little details. I know Zoom, they actually recommend a green screen that you can buy on Amazon for like $14.99, you know, and that way your um, virtual screen, you might see right now I'm getting a little bit of like um, some distortion with a green screen, you won't have that problem, you know? So you'll see those different features on the Zoom where it says, um, you can check off, I have a green screen. And that way, when you put your virtual background up, it's gonna look really crisp, you know? Um, I, think, I think I've actually covered everything here. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the new norm for a, a, a little while. So you really wanna make sure you are equipped, whether it's for, like I said, video conferencing interviews, or client meetings. You want to show up at your best. Thank you, Dion. Um, we have some Q&A here, but I know it's 7.02 now. Oh my. <laughs> so I want to be mindful of time. Time flies, right, when you're having fun. And these are the questions that you guys have submitted. So if you have any other questions, the good news is, uh, the bad news is, 
we don't have time for them today. We'll cover them in the next <laughs> class. The good news is you're going to have more time if you have any questions after today to ask us, right? So reach out with anything um, via any social media. I will show you. These are the links you see below. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, going on our website, emailing one of us. Um, everything works, right? Uh, reach out to us with questions. We will cover them in the next class, we promise. The next class is also the last class, right? And it's been a good ride with you guys. And I, I believe in the next class, we're gonna cover a topic that about 50% of you guys have asked questions about, and that is investing, right? Everyone's always thinking about investing. Everyone's thinking about where to put their money. Uh, you know, while we're not financial experts, we're gonna try our best to help. So that is definitely something you do not wanna miss and you wanna tell all your friends who've been asking you know, all these questions about what we're doing in today's environment. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna throw it back to Dion really quickly because someone had asked just shortly about signing up for the Life Coach series, which starts in two days. Um, Dion, they were wondering what- Can I say something before Dion speaks? Yeah. I just want, I want Dion to close it out, talking about our life. So, but I just wanna say something. First of all, thank you guys all for attending. Um, I know you guys are dropping off real quick, so I'm gonna be quick. Please um, go to, uh, this show will be uh, presented again on um, YouTube. And you can also get it on our podcast, Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We do this course for free, but what helps us, if you can please go to, and I know Adolf, you did it already. Thank you so much. If you could go to our podcast, listen to a couple of our episodes, leave a comment, it's very important, and give us a five-star rating. It really just helps us grow and improve in what we're trying to do. So I see a bunch of participants. If we got every participant to leave us a review and a message, it would be so helpful to the cause and also like our Facebook page as well. With that being said, once again, I thank you guys for participating and coming on. Please buy show a comment that you enjoyed it, you liked it, you got something out of it today and, and congratulate Dion for a job well done as well. And I'll let Dion close it out. Thanks, so Dion, anyways, Dion, they were asking about, uh, know how to sign up how to sign up and how to get the link after they sign up i think some people were confused about the link to the webinar itself okay so to sign up you can either go to um we can go to eventbrite you can also go to my handle at dion nichols on facebook or on uh, uh instagram and you'll find the link in my profile uh you can also go to um my website liveyourbestlifeforyou.com uh, I would say those are all the, the different ways you can actually find the link. And we will, uh, we will send it out. We will send it out via email after this class anyways, as part of our recap. Yes. We should all get that email. Yeah. So you'll all get that. And Larry's very good about uh, following up with that. And uh, yeah, as I look forward to seeing all of you starting on Thursday. So that's just a couple days away. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward to working with everyone. Um, we know everything we've been talked about today you know, is not possible if you're not taking care of yourself, particularly your mindset, because it starts there. Um, whether it's finance, whether it's career hunting, if you're not in a good space, um, it shows up in your speaking, in, in, your, in your activity, your actions, in terms of what you want to create in your life. So that's what we're going to be working on in some of the initial um, episodes with regards to self-care. Uh, we're gonna be looking at how to manage um, financial stress. We're gonna look at conflict resolution in quarantine. I mean, all of these new norms that we hadn't had, you know, didn't have to face before, 
we're going to try to address uh, in this life coaching series, Coping with COVID. Um, I'm going to have some really cool special guests. So I'm really looking forward to, um, to working with you all. So um, yeah, that's Thursday, six o'clock. See you there. Thank you. Thank you, you everyone. Thank you, everyone. Peace. Thank you. All Thanks, right. Larry. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.